My name is Father Dave Ambrosi, and I've retired now almost two weeks <laughs> and live in Cedar Falls at St. Patrick's Church. Father John Haugen and I were in seminary together many hundred years ago and in the same prayer group, so I've known Father John well, and he asked me if I'd help while he's recovering from his surgery. I received an email from him this past week saying he's doing well and recovering fine and be home here again in a few weeks, so God bless him. It'll do fine, but you've got to take care of yourself, as you well know. This parable today, we hear the story of the seed and the sower and the weeds growing up amidst the good, good seeds. Jesus always told parables or little stories, if you'd say, that explained to people the kingdom of God, but they always had a little twist to them, meaning something unexpected to explain the mercy of God to people of his time. He used everyday examples, agriculture ones, and they're still good for us today. This parable, the seed and weeds, is one in which we can easily relate to as it talks about what happens in our life. And so we have to think in our own life, who has sowed good seeds in our life? And perhaps how have weeds, if you'd say, entered our life? They're part of everyone's life as we live in modern world, so many things take us away from God. Years ago, I was raised in a good Catholic family in Zwingo, south of Dubuque there on the way to Makokoda. Now, Zwingo's about half the size of Volga, and so uh, this morning, driving there, I, I got lost, if you can believe it, in town. I had to circle the city, the town, a couple times, but I decided to follow the traffic. And so I got to church, found the church there. So I was happy to find it. And uh, they're having a parish breakfast over there after mass, a picnic, so great thing for them. Well, in my family, it's very apparent that God and church and saying prayers was the most important thing in our family life. Dad and Mom made that the number one priority. And I have to admit, probably the second thing was milking cows. And that's why I became a priest. <laughs> How many of you grew up on dairy farms? How many of you now have got dairy farms? Yeah, kind of sad. It's a lot of work. It was a good way of life, but everything has changed so much. <clears throat> well, with my two brothers and five sisters, dad and mom, did, had a, a good family home for us there on the farm. From our farm in that area, Zwingle area, just south of the county line there in Jackson County from Dubuque, we could see five Catholic church steeples. Holy Rosary in Lamont, St. Teresa's north of Lamont, Sylvia Switch west of Zwingle, St. John's and Andrew, where I went to high school. St. Lawrence and Otter Creek, which was my home parish. Sad to say, St. Lawrence is the only one open today. So less than 100 families out in the middle of the country. The priest comes from 
There's actually a priest that lives there, Father Chapel, but he has uh, vision problems, so he doesn't go too far. Uh, but the pastor comes from Makokota, Father Austin Wilker, who's from this area, Garnavillo. And so it's sad to see what has happened through the years. Less churches, less priests, but hate to say it too, perhaps less lived out faith like it once was years or so ago. Recently I had lunch with a young friend of mine who became a priest, Jeff, who served for me at St. Pius in Cedar Rapids years ago. And he asked me, Father Dave, how has church, how has things changed since you were ordained? I said, well, not that we were at the peak in the mid-1980s, but it was a lot different then. There were many more people coming to Mass each week and more confessions and more weddings in the church and more funerals, more kids went to Catholic school or to religious education programs. Not that things are all bad today, but we've seen a big change in people's lives and with their Catholic faith. And with the last few years of COVID, an even bigger change. Well, that's where we have to let God into our life and remind ourselves of the seed that has been planted in our life by our parents, grandparents, uncles and aunts, you know, family members, friends, the community, church community in which we grew up. Think back of how we have been blessed with seeds of faith, and now it's our turn. A couple years ago after COVID, we had our priest convocation we hadn't had one in a number of years because of that, because of COVID. And I said to Father John and a couple other guys, I said, hey, looking around here at the priest, we're the old guys now. I thought of myself as a younger priest until about five years ago. I still might be in the median as there's 70 less than 70 years of age and 60 or so over that are over 70 who are retired. But it's now before us to, you know, continue to share our life and faith. And so we do that as parents and grandparents. A few years ago, I was a pastor at St. Mary's in Waverly, and each year Archbishop Jacobs would come for a Grandparents' Day Mass. And he talked to them about the importance of passing on their faith to not only their children, but their grandchildren, and how important the grandparents can be in their child, grandchild's faith development. And so there we have it, living out our faith, living in the midst of, you know, our families, living in the midst of a parish community, and how... Do we live that out? How has the seeds of faith that have been planted within us grown? Or have weeds come to affect our life and take us away from God? How can we continue to let those seeds grow in our life so that our life may be one of good seeds and producing fruit and, and wheat, as in the gospel we hear, so that we may share that with others and that fruit may lead us and others into the kingdom of God and live forever with him in heaven.